So this morning, Nchayarero, we are going to read from the book of Genesis. Let us turn on our feet wherever we are. And turn to the book of Genesis chapter 19. Yeah, verse 22. It reads, Hasten thee, escape thither, for I cannot do anything till thou become thither. Therefore, the name of the city was called Zoar. This is, you may be seated, uh, for a title we shall call it Hasten, we shall call it Escape, Hasten, Come Quickly. Yeah, that's what we shall give it as a title. Uh, if you read other verses of the chapter, he tells him to escape. Yeah, and he come out of the city. Yeah, even here he said, hasten thee. Haste thee. Escape thither. I cannot do anything till thou come thither. This is the angel calling Lot out of Sodom because its time had come for her judgment. Now, we believe we are in such a time. We are in the time of judgment. I make no mistake to misunderstand what is happening. Uh, what is happening is not just a, uh, an ordinary uh, catastrophe. Uh, this has to be the judgment of God. And uh, we are living in a time uh, of the end time. This is the end of the world. And uh, whenever the world reaches a certain degree of wickedness. God sends judgment. Brother Branham used to refer to a certain minister very many times that used to say if God does not bring judgment upon the earth, he will be obligated to raise Sodom and Gomorrah and apologize to them 
for destroying them when they did the similar things that the world is guilty of today. So we are ripe. The world is ripe. It is at the stage where he punished others with judgment. Because of the wickedness of man. Amen. Amen. And uh, when you look at what is happening. It is similar to what we are told in the scriptures would be. Uh, after the church is gone. I don't believe the church has gone. I believe we are one of them. But what is happening is comparable to what the scripture says would happen. It's like God is having a sickle and is harvesting the field which is the world. But these kind of things are supposed to happen after the rapture has taken place. But I believe this is the beginning of sorrows. And I don't believe there will be a call back to what is happening. And then the world will settle for another many years. I don't think so. Although the world has hope that it will happen that way. But I don't think it will happen that way. That's why we are getting waves and waves of attacks. Waves and waves of judgment that is happening upon this earth. And every wave comes stronger than the previous. But in it all, God has a church on earth and he's concerned about the church. And these things cannot happen in its climax until the church has been pulled out of this world. Sodom and Gomorrah could not have even a leak of fire until Lot was out of Sodom and Gomorrah. Amen. Praise God. And the command to Lot was very strict and very precise. Run out. Escape, hasten, come quickly. If I cannot do anything until you out of there. And he was told not even to look behind. 
Unfortunately, he was not told what will happen if he did. If he defied. But we know what happened when one of them defied. Either by it was just uh, by some kind of instinct. But she turned to look behind. And she became a pillar of salt. That is his wife. Amen. Amen. And the Bible talks of uh, the son-in-laws to Lot. Meaning he had other daughters he had given out. And then he talks of his two virgin daughters. It just shows that he had more children than what survived. So that means that part of our Lord's family perished. His wife automatically perished. Those other son-in-laws and their wives who are daughters of uh, Lord perished. Only two girls and Lord escaped. So that shows us that God is very serious and strict with his word. And he is not a respecter of any person. God respects his word. He cannot respect me because I'm a pastor. And he cannot respect my child because she's a a child of a pastor. All my wife because she's a wife of a pastor. He cannot respect you because you're a child of a deacon. All of the prophet. Whoever you are. God respects one thing. That is his word. And those who will keep his word. Our Lord Jesus Christ told us. Remember Lord his wife. He that seeketh to save his life. Shall lose it. No matter who it is. If he will try to save his life. He shall lose it. Amen. Amina. Let us look at a quote here. It says, most, so, most all ministers believe that the church go through the tribulation period. For purification. I can't see it. The blood of Jesus Christ is our purification. Nothing cleaner. See, I believe that the church, the denominational church, and the sleeping virgin goes, does go through the tribulation. But not the bride. In other words, the bride is purified 
here. The Bible says she has made herself ready. That means she has pied herself through the blood of Jesus. The blood is there. But you got to help yourself to the blood. You got to lay, to lay on your face. You got to go on your knees and plead and pray and intercede until every habit is dead. Until every dross is gone. Until every stain of sin has left your heart. Until you are free now. That purifies you. So there will not be any reason for you going through judgment. To be purified. But. The carnal church. The denomination, sleeping virgin, goes through the tribulation. All the bride. There is a difference between the church and the bride. The bride goes in the rapture. That is where you, church of God, Anderson, all mixed up there. See in that. Not say telling you what you did or didn't. I'm not to say that. But just where, but just where the way I see it. The first thing you know, you are going to say, why I thought there was supposed to be a rapture before the tribulation. The tribulation is going to strike. And what would it be? Awful. If you heard say, it's already... Uh -huh. let, let, let me read this properly. The tribulation is going to strike. And what would it be? Awful. If you, if you had say, in other words, you will hear it say, it's already been and you didn't know it. In other words, people will come through the realization that what is happening is the great tribulation. The believers, the Christians, they have read the scriptures. They have heard the gospel. And they know that there will be a tribulation. Pestilences, diseases, war, nation against nation, famines, and things of that kind. And then they'll see it happening. And then they say, but wasn't this supposed to be after the rapture? And then a voice comes to their conscience. 
He tells them. The rapture took place. You just didn't know. Now you are in the midst of the tribulation. The blood is off the throne. The door has been shut. Things have already happened. Now, when I was praying the course of the week and the thought came to me, I said, let me share it with the church. You must know these things. Lest it will dawn on you. Because the message of the hour came to prepare us for this kind of event. It came to prepare us before the judgment. It came us to put us into Christ. And in Christ we enter by the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And it is in Christ where there is safety. It is not in washing hands. It is not in masks. There is a brother here who is a doctor. In the course of the week, I believe people don't mind for me to speak these things. He got caught with corona. And then, by the grace of God, now he's bouncing, he's okay. I think Brother Isaac wouldn't mind for me to mention that. He's our trustee. But as I was discussing with him on phone, he was telling me this thing is uh, terrible. You know, these are people who are in the hospital. They know all these big people who are dying and who are ailing. When Pastor Semfuma was there ailing, already, already those are the people we are working on him. And he, they see a lot and they know if you want to know exactly the situation. Find, it, find out from those brethren who are in hospital. You know how serious this thing is. You know even how doctors are failing to get admission. Senior doctors. Because they are full. You know how very important people and very rich people. Icons in the nation, how they come and fail to get admission. And they are ailing and dying in the ambulances. Now the brother was telling me, you imagine we doctors, you have seen them, the way they cover themselves. There is that thing they enter in like a, like a what? They enter in covers everywhere. It's uh, and, uh, and still, you wonder how COVID penetrates. And it, Catches them. It catches them. And 
Like Doc Akoza was telling me. He's immunized. He's, he has been vaccinated. And he's completed his vaccination. His vaccination. And these are doctors. They know how to protect themselves. But all the same. He told me he was dying. He told me nights where he could almost fail to breathe. And as a person or a medical person, he just knows how which angle to lean on and how to be able to get enough space for his lungs to, to catch a breath. You could, you could see if it's not for the grace of God, he could have died. Vaccinated? Yes. Well protected? Yes. But still, That's why we say as Christians nothing will protect you but the blood of Jesus Christ. And the prophet said about it. He said it will come. He said it will be manufactured by scientists. He said it will be a jam war. He said they will try to cover their mouth with masks. And try to wash their hands. But it will not help them. They shall try to close themselves in the homes. The prophet was seeing COVID-19. He was seeing this moment. And recently I saw we had a, a national prayer day. And I saw how religious people are coming just to, to make political speeches that they call prayers. And I saw what the Pentecostals today, Pentecostals think they're the bride of Jesus Christ. And the one who was like the guest of honor who was presiding over the whole thing was a, 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 a Pentecostal leader, a leader of the Pentecostals in the country. And I'm sorry to say, but he looked just a, a political, just a, as if he was praying to the president than to pray to God. And then he could invite the Muslim to come and pray. And this to come and pray. We have, uh, like Brother Branham called it, a Saturn's Eden. 
and Satan is bride and Satan is Eden is science is the world of science and Satan is bride in Satan is Eden is the ecumenical council of churches and that's why where they are you look at everything they call prayer and they said you know God said as my people, if my people that are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and turn away from their sins, I will hear from heaven. Then you wonder, have you turned away from your sins? Have you repented? Is there national repentance? Is there people, politicians, thieves, robbers, murderers bowing on their knees and confessing their sins. And the religious leaders repenting. You know the word of God does not lie. But you have to follow all the formula. It says if they shall humble themselves and pray and turn away from their wickedness. There has to be repentance and turning away from evil and turning to God. Is there a thing like that? Then without repentance, all the prayers are in vain. It is just for any other thing. Just a show but there is nothing like a prayer. And, uh, but God said if his people Amen. There has to be turned away from sin. And then prayer in humility and recognizing God as the only authority who can heal the land. So that's where we are. Amen. Now, we are looking at the events in this end time. All the things will happen. And as they happen, those who have some spiritual light, some little Christian light, will say, was well, not the things supposed to happen after the rapture and then a voice comes it happened but it didn't know the rapture is now history it has already taken place now this is not just to tell about what it will happen, how it will happen, and what will happen. But to you, the individual that is watching this service, all that will watch it hereafter, will you have gone 
When that is happening, all you will be above, above among those people who will be taken by surprise. Not say telling what it did or didn't. I'm just to say that, but where will I see it? The first thing you know, you are going to say, why I thought there was supposed to be a rapture before the tribulation. The tribulation is going to strike. And what would it be? Awful. If you had said it's already yeah, it was, you hear it say it's already been and you didn't know it. There will be one in the field. I will take one and leave one. Just somebody come up missing. There will just be a very, very few in that rapture. That will be changed. The sleeping bride, the bride that's been taken through the age, will come forth first. And then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up with them. Just one here. And one there. And one over here. Yes, we are sharing this morning about the program of what is coming. The sleeping bride, meaning in every age, there are those who died who were sealed by the Holy Spirit and they died. They're laying in the ground waiting for that day of resurrection. Those will come up first. The world will not know. The graves will remain sealed. They will not break. But they will come out and the world will not know. You will continue taking flowers to, your, to the grave of your departed mother or father. Oh, beloved child, when is not there. And at least every day across the world, there is many as 500 people missing. Yeah, they go missing. And what if there is a thousand? They, will, they, will, they would say, oh, well, this woman, she just ran off with somebody. I know this preacher, he took some other man's wife and gone. They will think this woman was taken by some other man. 
think this preacher took away some other man's wife and he ran away. And he left his home. You understand, brethren? The preacher is no longer seen. He is not dead. But he has disappeared. And they don't know where he has gone and how he has gone. They will think perhaps maybe he backslid and he took some other man's wife and he went and started a home up there. there on an island or where they don't know or they will think this woman Swanson's wife escaped from her home and she was taken by some other man. There is a film it was played by the West Africans maybe it were Nigerians. They were singing a certain song and people were crying, uh, regretting, they wish they knew, and they sought God, and it's not long And then as the preacher was standing on the pulpit preaching, they only notice his trousers fell down, and his clothes fell down, and he disappeared. All of a sudden, they notice even some other people in the congregation, their clothes were falling off and they were disappearing. And those who remained, they started crying. That's not how it will be. There's someone who sent me that video. And he asked me, Pastor Gideon, will it be like this? And I told him, that's not how it will be. Others show that a car will be driven by a safety person and that person will and that car will wreck. That the pilot will be a safety person. He will be up there in the air and he will go and the aircraft will wreck. Those are comedians. It will not be like that. Listen what the spirit prophet of God is saying. He has the mind of Christ. He has the thinking of God. He has the plan and the program of God. That is how it will happen. If it's a preacher who has gone in the rapture, they will think he just fell. And he went with somebody's wife. Another home somewhere. Maybe that girl just disappeared from home. And he went put took herself into marriage somewhere. somewhere. They will not know what has happened. Because there will be very few people that will disappear. Brother Brahma has said Brother Brahma Magambi, if a thousand disappeared from the earth. I don't know how many countries, I don't have uh, the, the statistics. Of how many countries are in the world. But uh, I know there are seven, is it seven continents? In our days, we it used to, in school, they used to tell us six, but I have said I had seven. Okay, let us say six. Six divided by 1,000. 
1,000 divided by 6. That is about 330. And okay, make it 400. If 400 disappeared out of Africa, divide the countries that make Africa. 400 to the many countries of Africa. Then every country may have like two or three people. If three people disappeared out of Uganda, three believers, maybe one in Kampala, and one in Kalamoja, and one in Chigezi, who will know anything has taken place? Their disappearance will not make any impact. Not to the church. Not to the government. No paper will report it. No radio will say anything about it. Many of the people who be the rapture are in the dust right now, their bodies. But the living saints who be translated, there will be very few. Someone feels right now that it's very discouraging. If it is that few, then where am I? <laughs> no, you did not get saved to go in a, in a group in a crowd to disappear in a crowd. Brother Branham gave us the right formula about this. Brother Branham He said you must know your salvation with God personally actually don't mind about the church don't mind even about your pastor but you as an individual the Bible says make your calling an election Sure. And then when you have made your personal calling and election sure, then the formula is if there will be three people that will go, I am one of the three. If there will be only one, I am that one. Amen. But that's how it's going to be. Did not he say he would come as a thief in the night? You see, when, it's, when he said thief in the night, many religious people interpret it as uh, coming up, uh, unprepared for. 
No, that's not what it means. Because the bride will be prepared for him. It means he will come quietly, stillfully, and he takes away and then no one will notice. It's like a thief coming uh, stealthily enters your house, takes away your radio, and then after some days, you want to listen to the news. You send your child to go and get your radio so that you tune in. He said that is no, I can't see it. Where is it? He said, the last time I used it, it was on that stool next to my bed. The child says, it's not there. And that comes to check there. And to the radio, it's not there. Such as the whole house, every corner, radio is not there. And then that, that's when he realizes there is a, his his door is not working properly. It was damaged. Someone came in and damaged the lock and entered and, and put the door back. You did not even notice that the lock was tampered with. That's what it means. Jesus coming as a thief in the night. Means he will come stillfully. And prepared for. And then he will take away his bride. But the bride will be prepared for him. He will come and take her away. And close back the door. And the world will remain going on as it has been. The church will continue operating. The governments will continue operating. The preachers will continue operating. The radio programs and television programs. And they will invite sinners to salvation. And sinners will surrender to Christ. And be baptized. When Jesus has already taken away the the bride and the Holy Spirit has taken, been taken off the earth. And then after the bride is gone, blood has left the master seed. Then the judgments of God will start pouring upon the earth. Severely. And people be dying like nothing. Like what is happening almost similar. But, but maybe on a higher level. And then the church. Because it's the church who has some knowledge of what will happen. It's supposed to happen in the tribulation. They will say the things that are happening around us. 
This is what we were told the great tribulation will be. But we were told rapture takes place before the things. And then a voice comes. It happened. But you never knew it. You say, well, if he comes, I will see him. No, Neda. no. Neda. Just to those that, are, that is going to see him, is ah. going to see him at that time. Only those. See, just like that light, like John stood there and saw that. That spirit of God, like a light dove, coming down and going upon him. A voice saying, This is my beloved son. Nobody heard it or saw it, but John. So the rapture, I mean, Jesus at Jordan, that was a great event that was prophesied from Genesis. And now that was a great event that Messiah being introduced upon the earth. And so many prophecies had gone forth. Of a great king that was coming, a great Messiah, and every valley will be lifted, and every hill will be brought down, and every rough, all the rough places will be made smooth. They expected a great king with glory, with a host of angels behind him, coming down on the corridors, from the corridors of heaven. That a ladder will be stretched there. And then he will come down. And trumpets will be blowing. They expected to be that way. But now what happened? Some young man walks the river Jordan. He didn't look much. The Bible said there was no beauty upon him to behold. He was a man of sorrows acquainted with grief. And when we saw him, there was nothing attractive on him. He comes and walks the river. John baptizes him. After baptizing him, John saw the dove. John saw the light. John heard the voice. Only John. And then he announced, Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. The religious headquarters did not hear that message. The government did not hear it. No one recognized it. But John and a few disciples and the great promise that were laying in the Bible was fulfilled. Until even the disciples of Jesus Christ 
They didn't realize what has taken place. Later on they asked him. But Lord. It was said that Elijah will come first. How come? This is happening. Jesus tells them. Elijah came. But the, he was not noticed. But he came. And when that rapture takes place, it will be a change. The first thing you know, that change, then we are caught into them and gone away. And the sleeping virgin moves right just on the same and thinking everything is going fine. And they're and they are already gone. It's already happened. And you, you knew it not. Amen? Amen. Now I'm going to give a few, I don't, I don't intend to preach very long this morning. So let me give a few, uh, like two quotes or one uh, to emphasize this point about Few will make it. Says, I was talking to their brother who is sitting present with me now. Yesterday he said, one thing you know, Brother Branham, that always shook me. I said, what is it, Brother? And he said, here is what you said. And it's true. It's true. The minority. How a little group is going to be saved in the days of coming. And we talked of how Jesus said. Straight is the gate. And narrow is the way. And but few there will be that will find it. You see, why is it few? Because straight is the gate. And narrow is the way. Now notice, the Bible says, as it was in the days of Noah, there in eight souls were saved. By water. So shall it be in the coming. He said, brother, he said, brother, remember there is only eight souls there. He said, I said, you just got half the picture. Part of the picture. Yet Noah was a type of the remnant that is that's carried over. Not the translated bunch. In other words, when he said eight, no, eight were many. The rapture in the time of Noah was not of eight. Noah went through the tribulation. He went through the flood. 
But the rapture itself was involved in one. Amen. Amen. Enoch, when man went in the rapture before the flood came, showing that the church does not go into the tribulation, all anything around it. Enoch was translated. One man. Oh, the church may be a number. But the bride is going to be a very small group that will make up the bride. Now the church may be a great number. But the bride, you see, compare eight with one. Here is the bride. There is church and then there is world. The world was destroyed by water. The bride went into the rapture one and the church was eight. They went through tribulation. Amen. You compare Eight with one. Eight times less will be the bride than the church. And if the righteous scarcely be saved, where will the sin and the ungodly appear? Those who know better to do it. And go ahead and do it anyhow. Those who follow the rules of denomination instead of the word. Where will they appear at? Yet called Christians taking the name of Christ. Now. Kati. We have our people in denominations. And they hear this message. And they despise it. And they say we are also Christians. God is for all. And when those people die. We want to appease our conscience. That somehow they will come. Maybe the second resurrection. We don't don't want to imagine that they are lost. But brother, even the righteous, even the person who has believed this message, and is trying their best, best. They will scarcely make it. What about the unbeliever? What about he that trusts his denomination? Than to trust the word of God. Perfectly. Noah was a type of those carried over. Remember when Noah came out 
Ham was with him. Sin was still in there. Sin went right over, on over, through the ark. Unbelief doubt went over in the ark. Carried above the judgment. But Enoch went higher than the ark. He went on into the presence of God. But Noah went through and came out. And there was still sin. Type of the millennium. Of the world is condition. That shows how the millennium will be. This is the message, future home of the heavenly bridegroom and the earthly bride. So, recently there was a, a debate between me and another brother. And he was wondering whether there will be any, anyone who is not a... Uh, uh, Saint that will make to the millennium. This explains it. There will be some few remnants. Of the world has been destroyed by fire. I mean, by, by, by the tribulation. Like the whole world be, will be swept. Then there will be just a few that may be carried on like ham to the purifying of this earth with fire. Amen. Because the millennium takes place before the world has been purified. But after that, then there is a purification. It is burnt. Then the great judgment. And then the new world comes in. Amen. Remember what I said at the day at the breakfast. This is another quote. In the pollen of breeding male and female, there is million germs go forth, million eggs go forth. But there is only one of them live, and yet... They're everyone just alike. One out of a million. Every one of them. The same egg and the same kind of jam. One of them lives. The rest of them die. No one can tell which one is that is ripe. Is a ripe egg. And oh, what about it? God has to decide that. Whether it's going to be a boy or a girl, blonde or brunette, or whatever it's going to be, God decides that. Not the first one comes. But the first one God has decided. Maybe one come up here. If you ever noticed. In the test tube. 
to see them come together. I've watched it. God has to decide that. Your brother Branham, at least he watched the, the cow, the semens. Brother Branham, and the egg of the cow. And he could sit in the test tube. Millions of, of, uh, of, of, of seeds, of semens. They're like little jams. And they're all riding to make it. He could sit. Then the one which makes the target. And he lives. And the rest of the millions perish. It has to be God. The day you became, you formed in your mother's womb. There were millions of, of your brothers. Who wanted to make it? Millions and millions. And why you not them? It is a great phenomenon. Praise God. And that's how it's going to be. There are millions of people on this earth. And they all talk about Life after death. None of them wants to perish. None of them want to die. They all want to live. But how, when will make it? And the million die. They all perish and go to hell. It has to be the grace of God. Amen. Amen. When every one of them just alike, just by election, that, that makes me happy already. That the day I, le I became a human being, I was in a race with millions of my brothers and I married. Millions perished. That gives me hope that even I will make it although millions may fail. Millions. The natural birth is by election. God takes one of the millions. When he's left Egypt, on their road to the promised land, there were approximately, there were approximately two million people. Every one of them was under the same sacrificial lamb. And they wouldn't have lived. Every one of them listened to Moses. The prophet, every one of them was baptized to him. The Red Sea, every one of them danced. The women with Miriam up and down the, uh, the side of, of when the seashore 
When God destroyed the enemy, every one of them stood with Moses and had him sing in the spirit. They everyone ate manna out of the wilderness that dropped it down from heaven. New manna. Every night, which is type of the message, every one of them eat from it. But out of the two million, how many made it? Two. One of a million. There is approximately 500 million Christians in the world tonight. Million This was in 1965. Counting Catholic and all. 500 million so-called believers in the world. You know, we don't understand. The world we live in here is very small. Africa, Europe, America, America, North America, South America. South America. So, the, the small. But Asia is a very big world. The Hindus, I think they are the highest population on earth. Very many. Chinese, Indians, those people they are Korea. Nations which never mind about Christ. On Christmas, it's like any other day. Easter is not mentioned there. And Sunday, a day like today, Sunday, it's nothing there. But an ordinary working day. So, but the believers, Brother Bram said, the Christians, the people who profess to be Christians, at his, in his time, there were about 500 millions. Not even a billion. Maybe that is half a billion. 500 million so-called believers in the world. If the rapture come tonight, if one, one of a million was to be counted, say it is, but if it was 500 people in the next 24 hours would be missing, you'd never even hear of it. We counted 1,000. If they are distributed evenly, equally, Uganda will have like three people. Something like that. But now what about 500? One. <laughs> there will be that many missing. Anyhow, can't even be counted for. Then it could be happen to us, friend, like it did when John the Baptist came. Even the disciples said, why did the scripture say the apostles all the prophets say 
Why does it say that Elias must first come and restore all things? Because Elijah had said that he said, I say unto you that Elias has come, has already come, and you didn't know it. One of these days, we could be left sitting here. That's a very strong statement. What about that rapture before the tribulation sets in. I mean, he, he's putting co, uh, you know, you know, quoted commas. What about the rapture before the tribulation, the tribulation sets in? Then quoted commas. It's already come and you didn't know. And imagine. That's how things are going to look like. Praise God. It is very strange. It's caring. But the word of God says it that way. And we must say it that way. But as I have already said. You as an individual. Make your calling and election Sure. Make sure you are in Christ Jesus by the baptism of the Holy Spirit and walking and living in the Spirit. Amen. Amen. Now I believe if there ever was a day when men and women ought to open up their eyes and look into the word of God. It's today. This is the day. Cause there may not be a tomorrow. And if the church ever buckled up its armor, it should be today. Don't put it off another more day. If there is anything between you and God to keep you from going in the rapture, you better make it right now. Don't leave your seat. We are living in the expectations of the soon coming of the blessed Lord. And we are watching for that hour. Jesus said himself, when you see these things begin to come to pass, lift up your head. Your redemption draws near. Signs in the skies. Fearful signs. Man's hands failing for fear. The sea roaring. Tidal waves. Great things taking place. Escape. Come quickly. Amen. Amen.
So, brother, sister, that's where we are. Brother, sister, Amen. Amen. Let me end with this, reminding ourselves about the ten virgins. You know, right now, as uh, Brother Godfrey pulled it, let us take it as an opportunity for us to see God. You know, I remember time when there was such an urgency about the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And people would ask for leave in the places of work to go and seek the Holy Spirit. And students in holidays, they would want to utilize every moment of the holiday. Lest they go back to school before they have received the Holy Ghost. Now that we are at home, now that you are locked at home. And you know this is a God's judgment that is passing. Maybe it is drizzling before a heavy downpour. It's like we are at the foot of the great tribulation. And there is first drizzles. And then a great downpour. But you can imagine the small drizzles. How many lives it's claiming. Not sparing. The learned, the rich. The doctors. The politicians. I hear our speaker of parliament is down in admission. The new one. Politicians are. I was told of a law firm which lost, is it five or three? Lawyers. Recently, almost closing. Certain people are dying and going. God is not sparing who. He knows no, 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 no respect of persons. Your status, we have seen only in East Africa. Two presidents die of corona. Just to the small region like the East Africa. Two presidents died of corona. You know what I'm talking about. So if things are happening this way. It's like God is not sparing anything. It's like a sweeping. Like there is no much value he has on this planet anymore. But we know what is value to him is the bride of Jesus Christ. I listened to the prayer of one minister, Robert Kayanja. In this prayer day that was on. And in his prayer he was presenting like. Uh, that corona has missed its geography. 
Mukusawa kwengaringa gama anti corona ya yise wachamu. It shouldn't ravage Uganda. Taina kuonu na Uganda. No? Because it's a special nation among others. Wanga Uganda, wanga lianja uru mawanga. Say corona. Nagama corona. This is not America. Enosa America. This is not India. Enosi India. This is not Brazil. Enosi Brazil. This is a special nation. Dino wanga lianja uru. River Nile comes from here. River Nile eva wano. Moses drank from River Nile. Moses I listen to that and I'll say, oh, poor boy. I wonder, I wonder how the denomination people think that what God treasures on this planet today is the message of the hour and what has accepted the message of the hour. In Egypt, God did not even look at your appearance. He did not look at your genealogy. He didn't want to look at your family List at your book of genealogy. How much do you want in all matter? But he said, The blood will be the only token that will stand between me and you. When I see the blood, this is what I will know that you have obeyed the message of my prophet. Not, not that you have believed it. Accepting it. Sympathizing with it. No. You have obeyed. If you are a believer, Moses, but you have not put the blood there, it means you have not obeyed it. So even believing the message of the hour, believing Elijah has come, and has restored all things, and the message of the hour is the message of Elijah. That is not enough. Have you obeyed it? Have you put it in practice? When he said, stay on your knees. Don't leave until you have received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Have you obeyed that? That's what God wants to look at. Look at when he called Moses to go to deliver the people. After meeting the pit of fire. And God has given him clear instructions. How everything will be. And now he's so much concerned about the ministry. And he has not circumcised his boy. And then the covenant with God and Abraham said, every male shall be circumcised. And every soul that will not do that will be cut off from 
his people. And then Gashom was not circumcised. And Moses is preparing to go to Egypt. And the Bible said God sought to slay him. For having not obeyed the covenant. Missing the covenant. It is Zipporah, his wife, that saved the situation. So God does not have respect of person. He has respect of his word. What about Uganda? Because of River Nile. What kind of understanding is that? The Moses drank from River Nile. And then it, that means God favors. Did they create it? Don't they commit worship idols and witchcraft on River Nile? Don't they just make bars on its banks? And commit adulteries? And wickedness? Uganda, some people, Uganda for Jesus, a special nation is a chosen nation. There is no chosen nation. Israel would be the only chosen nation. But even when Israel broke the word of God. God dealt with them in judgment fiercely. But all these nations, they are on the same level. And you just look at the person, the individual who will fear and seek God. When Corona just started and Uganda had only one person, corona many Uganda nations around us had so many people. Then I saw people, even believers, posting Uganda, Uganda for God, Uganda special. I rebuked that. I rebuked that. It was not true. It is not true. He looks at the individual who fears him. Not a Uganda, a nation full of murderers and adulterers and idol worshippers and thieves. Even the government, selfish creatures everywhere. You tell me it's a nation of God. What makes it a nation of God? It is the church, Kanisa, the bride and the true bride. Few as they may be, that is the nation of God. Amen. Amen. That's all that God will spare. Not even speckled bird, not even any church. But the individual who has obeyed the word of God, who has caught the word, and he has obeyed it. Slay the lamb, take the blood. Smile the post of the door. Smear it there. For I'll pass through the land. 
The blood will be a sign, will be a token. Between me and you, where I see the blood, I'll pass over you. In conclusion, let us remind ourselves about the ten virgins. How I long the parable, how I love the parable of the virgin. You know the old coal oil lamps we used to have? We never had light still just recently. And look here. The oils in the bottom of the of the of the lamb. And there is a wick that draws it up. Now that wick has to be special made piece of material. And the fire comes on the end of the week. Many people don't understand what I'm saying. You have lived in a when those lamps are no longer in existence. I lived, I lived in them days. When I was young, that's what, that's what we use. And sometimes we could even lack paraffin to put in the lamps. Lamp in, those, in those little lamps. Not those lamps. Not these lamps with the handles. Those ones were in the rich people's houses. But among the poor, little lamps and they would put a wick in That could burn after Even paraffin would miss. And would use a... Uh, Reeds. reeds, dry reeds to have light in the night. Now listen. And now notice, you couldn't put a pipe down in there and it would draw it up. It won't come through iron made. Man-made things. It only comes through God's provided way. And the weak is faith. And the only thing that can pull the Holy Spirit into a light is the Holy Ghost itself. And when you got your faith, one end of it on fire, for the glory of God and the other dipped into God is Holy Ghost oil. There is going to be a shining light just at certain, as certain as I'm standing in this pulpit. But if you got it done in oil mixed with water, you know what it, it will do? It will Spatter. That's what the matter with the lamps today of many. They are spattling. It makes carbon over the top of it. And you have to raise and trim your lamps. 
And if there ever was a time that lamps ought to be trimmed, right now, hasten, go hither, for I can do nothing till you come hither. In other words, wake up, trim your lamp. Clean it. Remove the water. Water types the world. World mixed with oil. Trim it. Remove the water. Remove world. Amen. Amen. Through repentance. Putting things right. Separating yourself from carnal things. Immoral behaviors. Evil things. Clean those things out of your life. Now, if we see the judgment of God is so close at hand. Remember the judgment bar when I stand before you. When the these things that I have said. You don't have to wait till then. How hour by hour. Night by night. Jesus Christ appears here in every form. That he did. Outside of his corporal body when he walked on earth. He revealed the secrets of the heart. He came down the other night before 500 people right here. Just exactly the way it did on the day of Pentecost. When a roar started from the skies. And everybody started looking. Here it came like a great thunder. I don't know how many people have ever heard that tape when that drawer went through the congregation. Struck up here on the platform and drawered over through the building. Not a wind blowing, but like a rushing wind. What did did we do? Instead of our hearts being a fire, to set around the town we said it was pretty good. Yeah, no doubt in my mind about it. Oh, rise, trim your lamps. Now, when it comes to speckled tabernacle, have we not experienced God manifest here in a very numerous way? Not even once or twice. But what do we do about it? To see the supernatural power of God break through to our mortal realm. It ought to set our hearts on fire with zeal and hunger and thirst. And we seek the face of the Lord. What we do, we just go, God was so real. God moved in our midst. And it ends there. Rise. Trim your lamps. 
You go too much all mixed up with your spirit. Too much water. It will make carbon. And your light. Carbon, yeah. And your lights will go out and smoke your lamp chimney up. You won't be able to see the kingdom of God when it's at hand. We are the end now. Rise and trim your lamp. Let's be going. Do you believe it? You believe? Remember before this world meets its great disaster that is predicted in the scriptures that it will come. God in his mercy shall take his church out of it because the church will not be here to strike one space of the tribulation. One speck of the tribulation. Lord came out of something that would destroy him. Noah went into something that kept him. What did together then? Put together, we come out of the world which we will be which we will be which we will be destroyed. Which we will be destroyed with it. And go into Christ is the only thing that can. Noah went in. Lot came out. He came out of the world. Came out of Sodom. Sodom. Noah went into the ark that floated above the judgment. So brother, brother, enter into Christ. And how do we get in Christ? By the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We are sealed in Christ. Oh, my loving brother, when the world's on fire, don't you want God's bosom to be your pillow? Hand me over in the rock of ages. Rock of ages. Live for me. Oh, my loving sister, when this world is on fire, don't you want God's bosom to be your pillow? Hand me over in the rock of Ages, rock of ages, left for me. Rock of ages, left for me. Let me hide myself in thee. Let us worship together. Let the water and the blood from the wood. Which flow be of sin, the save from wrath and make me pure. Could my tears forever flow? Could my sin? 
With your eyes closed, speak to the Lord. Don't look at your neighbor. Don't mind about your neighbor. Just bow right now and call on the name of the Lord. This that has gone forth is a great warning. Escape. Come, come hither. Look it in, oh. Run for your life. Duka Otasobula Mubo. Your individual life. It's not in plural. Simu Bunjo, Simu Banji. Nekwe Kasachino. 
You are an individual. Tell him, pass me all of gentle I need you now. God can fill you with the Holy Spirit. Right in that sitting room. Right in that place where you are. God can fill you with the Holy Spirit. He can take away your sins. He can heal you. He can set you free. Whatever trouble you have is not limited by church walls. He is there where you are. 